Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey friends, have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we may still struggle in our intimate relationships? My husband and I have a great relationship, but we are not relationship coaches. And we know that yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational support from a relationship specialist. If you're going through some kind of challenge right now in your relationships, my friend Jason Gaddis at the Relationship School can help. Jason's team will pair you up with a skilled relationship coach And within 48 hours, you'll be getting private one-on-one support on whatever you're going through relationally. And right now, for my listeners only, Jason is offering half off one month of relationship coaching. Head over to relationshipschool.com slash Laura to get the deal and watch your relationships improve. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monthly Motivation. It's a new year. I'm recording this for January 2023. And I felt like this topic is relevant at all times, but perhaps even more so when we start a new year and we give ourselves an opportunity to examine the things in our lives that we might want to improve, amplify, or change, all for the sake of improving ourselves and living our best life. So this month's motivation is called Welcome Home. Now, we all might identify homes as places we live in, dwellings, whether it's an apartment, a room in someone's house, an actual house, a home we grew up in. But we know the feeling of home, and we know the feeling of a good, calm, clean, safe, nurturing home. And unfortunately, we might know the opposite as well when it doesn't feel that way. But the home I'm referring to is the home that's always, always with us. It might change, it might shift, but it doesn't leave us and we don't leave it. And that is the home of our body. And it's the home that we sometimes forget about and we sometimes ignore until something goes wrong. And so my invitation for all of us 
is to really welcome ourselves into this home, this dwelling that is the vessel, the container of everything in our life. It's literally our life, all the organs that exist in the body. It's our energy. It's our bones. It's our muscles. It's our brain. The things that move us and create behavior, everything exists here. So why is it, this is always a perplexing question, why is it that so many of us neglect this home, the original home? And so let's welcome ourselves back to our bodies because it is through our bodies that we can actually change our inner world and our outer world. And without that, I would argue that it's hard to really make any lasting transformations. Now think of this. If you've ever walked past an abandoned house, maybe on a street that you venture on regularly, think about how you see it and how it makes you feel. You get used to it. You get used to the abandoned look, but it doesn't feel good. You don't know what's inside, but you recognize the structures aren't stable. It might even look foreign, scary, and not very inviting. Except that there's probably something inside of you that wants to help that house because it doesn't look whole. And that is so many people's experiences in their body. It feels like an abandoned house. It feels like there's structures that are not stable. It could be literal structures like musculoskeletal structures. It could feel like the energetic part of our bodies that are not stable from things that have happened in our life. There are areas that, you know, think about that abandoned house. Like if you were to walk inside and any movie, you know, we've seen this, where do these people go. They go in the basement. It's the scary place. Well, I think the basement a lot is like our pelvis. It's really super foreign to a lot of people. It houses so many things that we don't talk about or uh, treat, meaning like our pelvic floor structures, reproductive organs, elimination. And, and yet this is an area that is not known to us for so many of us because it is like that basement that no one really wants to check out. It feels kind of foreign and maybe even a little scary. But our body is not scary. Our body is magical. It's incredible. So how do we welcome ourselves home? How do we get to know ourselves better, clean out the clutter, get more comfortable. We want this to be a place that, that we don't necessarily always treat like a temple, but that we treat with dignity, that we take care of. We look for the loose floorboards. We remove the dust bunnies and eradicate the mold, fix the roof. We make it structurally sound and so that it can feel comfortable and safe because that's where we dwell all the time. We never leave it. 
So doesn't it make sense that we should take care of it, that we should feel at home? So how do we do this? Well, let's, let's all write down this acronym and then put it into place. How do we welcome ourselves home? Well, the first thing, H, we need to harmonize. We need to harmonize our house. Imagine what you would want your home to feel like, both the home, the house that you might have lived in growing up, or any house that you've been to that you might have visited, friends or family, and you walked in and you felt that harmony. You felt the cleanliness, the, the freedom of clutter, the light, the structure, the welcoming, the energy. These, this is what we want to dwell in, what we want to live in. So how do we harmonize? Well, we first have to kind of go through and determine for ourselves, and we're all individuals and we might have different opinions about this, but what does harmony mean to you? Harmony for some people is going to mean like bookcases filled with pictures that are reminders of love and adventure and fun and joy. And other people are going to feel like that's raises their nervous system and, and heightened kind of anxiety to have stuff. So you have to figure out for you, where do you feel that harmony? And it could be a balance. It could be like some places in your room, in your house, in your home, your dwelling, wherever it is. It could be like you just have a bedroom that you're renting, but that is the room that you're living in. And so imagine the room you're living in like the room that you literally live in in your, in your own body. How do you want it to feel? You want it to feel like sparking with some energy? Probably that makes you want to get up in the morning. Raise the curtains, get the light in. You want it to feel stable structurally sound, balanced, so that you're not, you know, pitched at a, you know, your, your floor isn't pitched or really creaky, not too hard. Like if you're living somewhere that has really hard floors, you know how that feels. They're beautiful. So that can be one thing that can look aesthetically pleasing, but we also have to get this sense of the energy, the harmony. So in your own body, do a scan. Do you feel stable? And when I say stable, I mean, do you feel like you could stand on one leg? You could balance. You could lean under and get something from underneath a couch or your bed. You can lift up and get something out of a shelf. You can rotate around your torso and reach behind you. You can take a walk and feel light and energized, not heavy or grouchy in your joints. You want to feel structurally stable to move well and move well in your home because your home, again, goes with you. How are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing things that create that stability? So in our lit classes, we combine all of these different elements of what we want in a home to better harmonize our bodies. So we want to be structurally sound in our pelvis structurally sound in our spine, because this is the carriage of our entire body. It's the scaffolding for all of the organs of life. And if that feels stable and it's the center of your body, it feels lovely to move around because you 
can harness and hold that energy well. We want to feel structurally sound on our feet. How are your feet doing? Examine them. Are you neglecting them and just putting them in socks and shoes and not really looking at them, not really working them? You need to mobilize your feet. You need to be able to stand on your feet, stand on the balls of your feet, stand on one foot. So you get this adaptability in your foot that really is rooted in the stability, the structural soundness. And then going inward, you want to feel stable inside all the muscles and attachments around those bones. Imagine just inside the pelvis, just around the spine and the ribs. Are those areas stable? Are they able to hold you in different positions? So we do this again in lit, against gravity, with your own body weight. And you might do this in any exercise form, but think about this the next time that you're moving with purpose, which is usually when we're moving as a form of exercise or fitness or wellness. Think about harnessing this harmony, how you hold yourself, how you hold your energy. Is it structurally sound? Are you strengthening? Are you strengthening your core? And the core, again, is never just your abdominals. It's everything inside the cylinder of your rib cage and spine and pelvis. When that is structurally sound, you will feel lighter and brighter. You will feel more harmonized. So imagine again what you want your house to feel like that you live in, your literal dwelling, and then recreate that feeling in your body. Have you looked in the basement lately? How's your pelvis doing? Is it always tilting or tipping? Are you gripping your pelvic floor muscles or are you loosening them too much that it feels not structurally sound? Does your low back hurt after you've been standing for a while? That is part of those little kind of warped wood pieces, and we need to pay attention to them and not wait until something is broken before we decide to do something about it. This is your home and you need to attend to it every single day. This is a new year, so it could be a new you. You want to think of these places inside your body and how you are paying attention to them, harmonizing them. Today's podcast is sponsored by AminoCo, my favorite company for amino-based supplementation. While I use many of their products, today I'm highlighting the Purity line. Purity is just like it sounds like. It's designed to accelerate the export of fat triglycerides out of the liver, which helps reduce overall liver fat levels and helps maintain normal levels of liver enzymes. The liver is vital to all metabolic processes in the body and is primarily responsible for removing toxins, processing nutrients from food, breaking down fats, and building proteins. I use Purity as a bonus to help my liver function more optimally. Even though I'm living a pretty clean life, I feel better knowing that Purity is helping me filter out the inevitable toxins that we all encounter. This drink helps me feel refreshed and motivated to keep my organs functioning their best. I mix it with a powder in water or in my favorite smoothie. You can find out more about AminoCo in episode 569 when I interview the, one of the founders, Dr. Robert Wolf. 
You can also shop my favorite 100% science-based amino acid supplements and save 30%. Just enter code LIT at aminoco.com slash LIT. Again, aminoco, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash LIT. Oh, organize. Well, organizing, we know how important this is. We talk about this a lot in Lit Yoga. We talk about it in our teacher training. I always say, you know what it feels like when you walk in a room that is disorganized or chaotic versus one that is organized and more tidy. You can identify the boundaries well. You can identify the white spaces, the cleanness. It's great for our energy when we're organized. How does that translate in your body? Are you organized in your posture? Triple S, are you checking in with that? The triple S, again, most of you know it, but it's the the alignment of your skull, your scapula or shoulder blades, and your sacrum. And this, again, is the center line. It's like your compass, your north-south compass. Is it organized so that when you're sitting or standing or kneeling or in plank, or running, or walking up the hill, is it organized for you? Because you're taking your home with you. And if it's organized, structurally sound, it's going to feel more energetic and efficient and joyful. And so organize, go into, go inside the, the cracks and the dank or dark corners and get them more organized. If you feel like you're not taking big, full breaths during the day, and there's lots of ways to determine that. You can observe your breath. You can, you know, get some kind of um, monitor, like I I use my aura ring that tells me, like, how how many, you know, what's my resting heart rate? What's my HRV? It's your, it's how quickly I am recovering from anything. So that, that has a lot to do with breath efficiency. You can measure your breath, sit maybe for three to five minutes every day and just observe your breath and direct it into the areas, direct it into the the corners that you might not be getting into, the back ribs, the side ribs, opening up this inner dwelling of your breath capacity in your breathing organs. And then look inside your head as it feels scattered. Is it organized? Well, there's lots of different ways, and you should try them all. And this, again, is an invitation to try what works for you. For me, movement organizes everything. When I move, I'm paying attention to my home, and that's pretty much what I'm paying attention to. I'm not also listening to a TV show or or thinking about what I have to do later that day. And in doing that, I'm actually I'm doing the dusting off. I'm cleaning out filtering out all the different thoughts that are going to inevitably be happening in our brain because it is an organ of thinking, but I'm organizing them so that I feel tidier in my home. Some people feel that with movement, but they also feel like they really need to sit. And remember, sitting meditation does not mean you're trying to stop thoughts. What you're trying to do is watch your thoughts And not let them just ping pong all around, but by observing them, almost like a ticker tape, you will slow down the extraneous chatter to be the observer. 
And that is a wonderful way of organizing, of harmonizing, of clarifying the stuff that's going on. You can do this when you're lying in bed at the end of the day and you're ready to go to bed and you're physically tired, but if your brain is still like chugging through, churning through all the thoughts about the day you just had, about the next day, about your past everything, practice your breath there and practice just feeling the breath rising and falling. You can do a box breathing where you count. You can breathe as you lie on your back into your back. See how long you could hold the inhale and then fully exhale. And then just imagine your thoughts kind of just dissolving a little bit as the breath rises and falls. And that might better prepare you for your sleep because we know how nourishing sleep is. It's like the super cleaner of our home. And it really is where we restore and heal. So we have to better prepare. So at all ends of the days, all during the day, monitor your home. You know, are you drinking enough? Are you hydrating? Are you eating well? Are you eating to a point that feels nourishing like fuel? Or are you eating out of boredom or frustration or some other things? These are all normal, by the way, but it's a way of like thinking almost as a separate being, how am I going to best take care of my home? And maybe this choice is not going to serve it as well, and this one will serve it. So begin to monitor. This is all about what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is just <laughs> paying attention because we're going to go on autopilot. It's going to happen. We're never going to pay attention moment to moment throughout our entire day. But if we can have more of those periods of time strung together where we are aware of how we're treating our home, where we're aware of doing the things, sweeping the floors, cleaning up, moving, like refreshing the air, purification, all of it, we're going to be getting more organized. M is to mitigate or moderate. So mitigate is a way of like determining the boundaries you want to have in your home. And this is including like if you imagine going into a house, you are in charge of opening the door and welcoming someone in, whether it's your bedroom or your apartment or your home, you are in charge of that. And likewise, you have the structural foundations to decide the boundaries that you want to have. And that could be interpreted in any way. You are in charge. You are empowered. This is your home. What energy do you want to bring in and what energy do you not want to bring in? So you can imagine your own kind of structural sound that has a structural um, foundation that has like this energetic orb. And you can decide, do you want to bring in someone's energy or not into your home? Because we know it will impact it. Just like if you invited someone into your house who was making you nervous or not feeling good, your house would no longer feel safe and secure. So you have to decide who in your life, what people, what things, what experiences in your life are bringing your home 
more energy, more light, more joy, and which ones are not. So mitigate by deciding on the boundaries and really trust yourself because this is your dwelling. No one else can tell you what is right or wrong, and that can change. So for a while, if you're recovering your home from some injury, you might be more um, like you might have more fortifications, more boundaries there because you have to tend to what's happening inside in, in like with a heightened focus. And that might change in six months or a year or two. But do what is true for you, knowing that it doesn't have to be a permanent state, but it's what you need at that moment. And when we moderate, moderate also means to lessen and alleviate. So how can you decrease the things that do make you feel more stressed, more not at home? And that could be like the choices you make with work or with friends or with family or situational. Really think, is this going to be helpful or is this going to be harmful to my home? And that can really make life much richer because you, again, are in the driver's seat. You're the pilot of your home, your ship. And you can decide what you want to partake in and what you don't. But if you start with that question of, is this going to be harmonizing or not for my home, it'll help. And then finally, excavate and edify. Edify is, is a way of building or constructing something with uh, strength. So first excavating, just like we would in our house, we're going to have to get rid of stuff, whether it's like weeds in the sidewalk or um, things that aren't working anymore. We, we have to tend to our, our garden of our home. And this could be literal. This could be like, okay, I need to tend to this shoulder <laughs> that is really not, uh, is not feeling great, but I've ignored because I don't, I'm not giving myself the time. So you might need to excavate. You need, might need to go in there, whether it's like with physical therapy or, or figuring out maybe this is from chronic pain that has to do with hardening that I have around my shoulder, around my heart. You can't imagine how much uh, we, you might imagine, but a lot of people don't recognize how much of our pain, physical pain, might have something to do with the energy and emotions we hold. Think of like, when you feel a little hardened about a situation, um, you're angry at someone or you're angry at an instance that happened to you. Again, it could be at work or with family or with a friend or with a loved one. It can really make you feel drawn in and hardened. But to excavate, to get rid of that, part of that might also be energy. It might be emotions. And forgiveness is a big one. And I love this. This came from a book called Welcome Home. And there's a line that says, forgiving someone doesn't happen under their roof. It happens under yours. And so what does that mean? That means in your home, in your soul, in your heart, 
Is there something you need to excavate? Is there a place in there that feels dark and hardened and unforgiving? And it could also be towards yourself. Maybe you're not forgiving yourself for something. But by not doing that, you're impacting the harmony, the structure, the energy in your own home. And so this could be a really nice time to free that. And literally just imagine opening up your front door and letting that out. And then letting your heart, your metaphorical heart, be like a foyer, a beautiful foyer in a home that you walk in that's warm and inviting and light-filled and that just brings you into your home with a sense of love and compassion. It's not hokey. It really, really is all part of our dwelling. It's all part of our being able to welcome ourselves home. You know, in yoga, they talk a lot about you don't need to change anything. You just need to um, strip down the layers because at our essence, we're whole. And I think there's a lot to be said. There's a lot of things over time. It's like instead of, you know, when people take shortcuts and they don't peel off old wallpaper, but they just paint on top of it, and then they paint another layer, and then they paint another layer. It's just covering, but it hasn't been excavated. And so this could be the time to excavate it. And unlike that wallpaper, it's not going to have that much effort. It's just going to have a freedom. But the freedom comes from you deciding that it's time. It's time to forgive forgive yourself or forgive a situation or someone else. Because again, this happens under your roof. So my friends, let's all welcome ourselves home. We all deserve to feel cozy and comfortable and clean and organized. We deserve a solid foundation um, upon which we move and live and enjoy life. The solid foundation's purpose is to protect and endure the elements. So it's, it's, it's acknowledging that life is going to happen. Elements are going to be there. There's going to be ice and wind and water. And, but we're so strong at our core. We can endure, but we have to take care. We have to welcome ourselves home and do it daily so that we keep our solid foundation. And just like a house, anywhere you live, your bedroom, it doesn't have to be immaculate or perfect. But it should try and be a reflection of how you want your inner rooms to feel. You want to treat it with respect above all because you know you deserve that. So just like when we walk into a house and take our shoes off, at the door, what, what can you take off right now that would make you feel lighter and brighter and more at home? Maybe it's the pressure you put on yourself to be something that you thought you were supposed to be. Can you take that off and leave it at the door? And remember, a home is where you live, you love, you eat, you play, you feel safe. And our true home is the body. Accessing our home through the body is how we will heal and how we will welcome ourselves home. So I encourage you again, without giving yourself any pressure, 
and certainly without giving yourself any, you know, grief or disappointment. And if you haven't been doing it, welcome yourself home via the body. Start to move. Remember, just a little cleanup every day is great. It can lead to bigger things or not. And that can change over time, again, according to the needs of your home. But don't wait. This is your one home that will you'll never leave in your living life. So take care of it. I invite you to be welcomed home and let me help you in any way. This is what I, my mission when I created Lit Yoga was not just to perform yoga, not just to teach yoga, but to really educate people that the body is, is where everything dwells, our spirit, our life force, and we have to take care of it. But we weren't taught how. We weren't taught how to do it. We didn't get a manual saying, you know, this is what you need to do with your shoulders every day to keep them healthy and to keep them strong and feeling good. And when you feel stressed, you should try this. We weren't taught that, so it's not anyone's fault, but it's now an invitation to do something about it. So whether you practice with me on the Lit Daily or practice by walking in the woods or riding your bike, Remember to take care of you because you deserve it. And write me with any questions or any comments about how you think you would like to take care of your home differently and let me know if I can help you. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.